With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group, this is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello, everyone. This is Tony Richards, and I want to greet all our millions of listeners worldwide to the Better Than Before show. Today on our program, we're going to examine some very good quotes from leaders with some commentary from me on each one of those quotes, and we're going to dive deeper into the first key area of life for elite-level performers. We're going to chat about your inner life. That's all coming up on the Better Than Before show. Brought to you by University Subaru. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. University Subaru, your locally owned dealer, homegrown and proud of it. The 2020 Subaru Forester. The SUV for all you love. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus 33 miles per gallon. Standard EyeSight driver assist technology. A spacious and comfortable interior. The best SUV for all you do. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. University Subaru, truly homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and I want to remind you that on our weekly e-newsletter, the Monday Morning Memo, you'll get three big ideas from me every single week, a short article for your development issue or problem, and one key question or one key quote that you can think on and journal about for the whole week. And the reason I bring that up to you is I'm going to uh, share with you 10 uh, quotes from leaders 
Uh, and some commentary from me on each one of these quotes, so a little teaching to go along with each one of these. And you can sign up for that Monday morning memo if you go to clearvisiondevelopment.com. We've got a little place right there on the homepage where you can put in your name and email address, and we'll ship that off to you electronically by email every single Monday morning so you can have that resource all week long. And we put fresh new material in it every single Monday. It's the Monday morning memo. Here's quote number one. In order to be a great team, it starts with being a great teammate. And that is said by University of Kentucky basketball coach John Calipari. And I couldn't agree more with this. And when I teach specifically high-performance teams, elite-performance teams, executive teams, you know, one concept that I think is lost sometimes because when people talk about team, they say, well, there's no I in team. Well, there is an M-E in there, in that team word, and every team is made up of individuals, and there are sacrifices that you make to be on a team so the team can get good, but every member of the team also has to be good, and I've seen teams where, unfortunately, it's like, have you ever helped someone move to a new house or a new apartment, and you're carrying a heavy piece of furniture or maybe two or three of you are carrying a couch and it feels like you're the only one carrying it. Like the other people just have their fingers on it, but they're not really carrying their part and it seems really heavy. Well, that can happen on teams because every individual isn't playing an equal part. And when coach Cal says in order to be a great team, it starts to being a great teammate. That's what I, I think that means, or at least that's what it means to me, is that you're going to be on a team with other people, but you also have to pitch in and do your part and do your have your individual effort and do the things that you need to do. Um, and, and people don't have to lose their individuality just because they're on a team. And I think that's been pushed quite a bit that uh, through the concept of team sacrifice, and that's a real concept and you, you need that. But you don't have to sacrifice your whole self where, well, I'm part of a team. I really don't do that much, but I just kind of am on a team. That's, that's not being a great teammate. Being a great teammate means you contribute and you collaborate. Here's quote number two. Almost all improvement comes via simplification of design, production, process, and procedure. Tom Peters. And the key word in that quote that stands out to me is simplification. I don't remember exactly who said it, but it was, it's one of my favorite things that were ever said. Uh, someone said once that it takes a real smart, genius-level person to simplify something. Any fool can th make things more complicated. And that's really true. And what happens over time is things get more complex over time because you add to it and you put something else and then you have to fix this and we didn't really fix it for the long term we just fixed it for the short term we put some uh, back in the south back when I grew up we put some baling wire or some twine on it you know just to kind of fix it temporarily or you know the the universal fix it tool duct tape you put duct tape on it just to kind of fix it temporarily well all improvement comes by long-term fixes and making it simple don't just continue to tape over and tape over and tape over and paint over and uh, I don't know if you remember but 
cars back in the 60s and 70s when they were made of uh, more steel-like material. We had this uh, compound called Bondo. I don't know if anybody remembers Bondo, but you'd put uh, when you had a hole in the side of your car or you somebody had hit you and put a hole in your car, you put Bondo on it and you'd kind of seal it and then paint over it. So you don't want to put Bondo on things to fix it anymore. Let's just go in there and break it down to its most simplest form and let's simplify it and fix it for the long term in its design, in its production, in the process, and in the procedure. Number three, the first principle is that you must not fool yourself, and you are the easiest person to fool. Richard Feynman, and I don't know if you've ever listened to any talks by Richard Feynman, but you really ought to go to YouTube and look up Richard Feynman, F-E-Y-N-M-A-N. I like breaking his quotes down because he is so simple and makes so much sense that he'll be talking for 30 minutes and you'll be engaged and engrossed in what he's saying and you'll be nodding your head. And his stuff is so good. He'll say so much in such a simple way that when he's finished, you won't remember anything he said. And you'll have been nodding your head the whole time and you'll be agreeing with him and, and somebody will say, well, uh, what did he say? And he say, well, I don't know, but it was really good. This is like one of the things he said that I think is just really rich. And let me repeat it for you. The first principle is that you must not fool yourself and you are the easiest person to fool. And boy, isn't that true? Because we don't believe anybody the way we believe ourselves. And we like the sound of our own voice. We like the voices in our head. We've become, uh, we've become accustomed to them. And we can talk ourselves into almost anything. And Richard's warning is be careful because you're liable to talk yourself into something and you'll end up fooling yourself and you'll disengage from what's really going on. And by the time you figure it out, you'll have traveled to a place you wish you hadn't gone. And so uh, that's, a, that's a really good one. Number four, once you can honestly say, I don't know, then it becomes possible to get at the truth. And that's Robert Heinlein. Robert Heinlein is a prolific writer from the 60s, I believe is when he did the meat of his work. But I love that. And I have said that to many of my clients. There's one famous sales course out there that teaches you sales at a very basic level and then advances you, but they call it dummy up. So when you go in and you talk to somebody about their business, you have to go back to having a beginner's mind. Like you don't know anything because that will cause you to ask some really simple, but profound questions. So when you can honestly say, I don't know, see pride and ego will get in the way of you admitting the truth about you not knowing something because you don't want to look foolish or because you don't want to be perceived as someone who's not professional or you don't know what you're doing. So you're afraid to say you don't know the answer. Well, the first step to getting at the real truth of the matter is to admit you don't know. Number five, life is so much bigger, grander, higher, and wider than we allow ourselves to think it is. And that's Queen Latifah. And boy, isn't that true? And the reason I know it's true is that you can look backward at your life. Looking forward, your life looks a little confusing 
because the future is cloudy and you don't have a lot of clarity about moving forward because after all tomorrow is never guaranteed so there's a little bit of uncertainty about what tomorrow might bring but if you look backward at your life it just looks amazing like I took all the twists and turns and hills and peaks and valleys that it took make sense to you and uh, especially when you get over the age of 50 you start thinking that it all kind of makes sense now this road that I've traveled and when you start thinking that boy it's really been a big grand high and wide life um, that I have experienced over the last 40 or 50 years um, you get a real sense of what Queen Latifah is trying to say here number six if you want to do a good deed do it now because the time will pass and you will not have that chance again, Leo Tolstoy. And uh, Tolstoy, of course, said some really awesome and magnificent things, and he, he wrote some awesome and magnificent things, and, and he's just saying there's no better time to do a good deed than to do it now. Do it now, do it now, do it now. If you see an opportunity to do something good for someone, do it now. Because that particular opportunity will not present itself again. So take advantage of it now. Have a sense of urgency toward good deeds to people. And every time you see a chance to do it, do it now. Number seven, only three things happen naturally in organizations. Friction, confusion, and underperformance. Everything else requires leadership. Peter Drucker. And boy, isn't that true? Entropy is going to happen on its own. That's the third law of thermodynamics. Everything is falling apart. And if you don't apply yourself to keeping it maintained, it will degrade, it will deteriorate, and it will fall apart. And in organizations, confusion is the natural state, and clarity is something you have to work in. And so let's look at those three things again. Friction. So friction and conflict is going to happen between people. It just is. People are either going to be too sensitive or they're going to be in a bad mood or they are going to have had a bad day or possibly a bad week or possibly a bad month. And friction is going to happen. Uh, Confusion is going to happen. You have to work at clarity. And underperformance is going to happen. Uh, if you want the baseline, you're going to have to work to get to the baseline. And if you want higher performance, you're going to have to work to get higher performance. And if you want elite level performance, um, elite is the perfect descriptor for it. Because as one person famously said, since we're talking about quotes here, there is very little traffic on the extra mile. So it's going to require the extra mile from you. And it's going to require leadership from you. And of course, we know the first person you have to lead is yourself. Number eight, if all you did was just look for three things to appreciate, you would live a joyously spectacular life. Esther Hicks. If all you did was just look for things to appreciate, you would live a joyously spectacular life. And that sort of goes along with the quote we mentioned earlier about if you have a chance to do a good deed, do it now. If you have a chance to just stop and appreciate a person, 
Uh, it could be a sunrise. It could be a sunset. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, last week, and they were on their way to Cabo, uh, one of my favorite places in the whole world. And they said, well, what's one of your favorite things to do in Cabo? And I said, quite honestly, go down to the beach uh, late in the evening after the sun has gone down and listen to the waves and the water roll in on the beach and look up at the magnificent starry sky. And you just get a sense of appreciation uh, for the beauty and the wonder of the universe and the environment around you. And it's just awesome. So if you just look for things to appreciate, it's going to be a spectacular life. Number nine, uh, this is by the famous Boston Celtic NBA player, Larry Bird. And he said, every day I go to work, I compete for my job. And what's awesome about that is Larry Bird is probably at least in the top 10 best NBA basketball players of all time. He could perhaps be one of the top 10 athletes in any sport of all time. And he's thinking that every time he goes to work, he has to compete for his particular role and position uh, and job. And if you do that, if you have that mentality, if you have that mindset that, because again, you know, one of the things that was said to me early on in my life by someone I really, really admired, uh, Charlie Mifflin, who was my mentor and my coach uh, way back in the 80s, you know, he said, there's only one way to coast, and that's downhill. So you can see Larry Bird did not have coasting in his mindset. He went in every single day with a mindset of somebody wants my job. Somebody would love to be in my position. Someone would love to have my place in the score sheet. So I better compete all out every single day I go to my job because I'm competing for it because somewhere out there, there is probably someone who wants to take this from me. And I am not going to let someone outfocus me, outwork me, and outscore me. Number 10, in the business world, everyone is paid in two coins, cash and experience. Take the experience first because the cash will come later. H.S. Ganine. And I will share some personal experience on, on this particular quote. Pretty much in your 20s, uh, you get out of school and your uh, occupation is one where you're in transaction mode. You're going to receive and you're going to give. And you're going to give your hard-earned uh, work and your uh, hard-given experiences and your hard-given energy for cash. But the cash is not going to be plentiful most of the time when you're starting out. But what you are going to get that's extremely beneficial and extremely valuable is a lot of experience. You know, I can recall early on in my career, and we're talking about 19... 80, 81, 82, 83, those years uh, when I had a part-time job while I was going to school. Uh, and I would put in extra time to learn things um, that other people just didn't want to do. There were jobs and functions that other people didn't want to do. And I can remember several times, it seems like it was only yesterday, but several times where people would say, 
Why are you learning how to do that? Don't you know they'll have you doing that all the time? Don't you know what a crap job that is? Don't you know that the once they find out that you know how to do that, they'll just they'll burden you with that all the time. But my mindset was I want to learn everything there is to do around here because one of these days, and I don't know when it's going to be, but one of these days I'm going to run one of these entire organizations. I'm going to be on top of the pyramid and I'm going to want to know how these things are done. I want to know how things function and how things work from the very bottom all the way up to the very top. And I'm going to make notes and I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to get experience and I'm going to learn everything around here there is to do. That way, one of these days when I'm at the top of the pyramid, I'm going to know and have all this experience and I'm going to be able to command more cash. And that's how I looked at it. And it worked for me very, very well. Um, I think I've experienced quite a bit of success in my life. And that was my mindset. And I didn't follow the crowd because the crowd couldn't understand why I was doing those things. But I understand why I was doing those things. And H.S. Ganine understands why you want to do those things. Take the experience first. The cash in abundance will come later. I hope you've enjoyed these 10 quotes that I've shared with you. And uh, don't forget, we share quotes in the Monday morning memo that comes out every single Monday. And you can sign up for it by going to our website at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Stand by. I got a leadership lesson about your inner life coming next on Better Than Before. The 2020 Subaru Forester. The SUV for all you love. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus 33 miles per gallon. Standard EyeSight driver assist technology. A spacious and comfortable interior. The best SUV for all you do. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. University Subaru, truly homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. I hope you enjoyed our 10 quotes we shared earlier. This is Tony Richards, and on this segment, we're going to be talking about the first key in the eight keys in the life of an elite-level performer. And you'll remember a couple of weeks ago, we ran down all eight of these keys and gave you a brief overview of each one. And today, we're going to do a little deeper dive into the first key, which is your inner life. You need a revolution in your inner life so that you can begin to unleash your inner power. Now, here's a concept that you really need to grasp, and I've written about this uh, extensively, especially around the law of belief uh, and 
the law of belief simply states that whatever you believe will be what will come true and actualize in your life because your outer life is a mirrored reflection of your inner life. If your inner life is a mess, there's just a whole bunch of jumbled up uh, stuff in there. Chances are your automobile kind of looks that way. Your office kind of looks that way. Your home kind of looks that way. Things piled around uh, because that's a reflection of what's going on inside you. Once you get your insides sort of organized and your mindset cleared up and your thinking cleared up, your outside begins to get organized, it gets clarified, and it gets straightened up. So the single most important success factor in elite level performance is what are you transforming to? What are you becoming, in other words? What version of you are you on? Let's just just say Windows uh, XP. Does anybody remember Windows XP? Well, Windows XP was a operating system that we used pre, uh, I think it was pre-2000. I'm not sure. Um, but Windows came out with these success. They, were, they had Vista and they had uh, several different ones. And every now and then, I know Apple is this way now, where operating system you can only download it if your hardware is ready for it and can handle it so previous operating systems won't even work anymore because you have to be upgraded to a new operating system because the hardware is always getting upgraded so the operating system is always getting upgraded and if you don't have the right operating system and you don't have the right uh, operating hardware you're not going to have as much functionality and you're not going to be able to do as many things and maybe even some things that come to you or that you need to work on you don't have the tools or the capacity to even function functionally work on it because you're on the wrong hardware and you're on the wrong operating system so for if you want to become an elite level performer you're gonna to have to pay attention to what you are becoming in other words what's your latest download version Let's use my name, for example, Tony. And if I'm on Tony 1.0 and the world out there is on version 15, I'm way behind. So I need to be on Tony version 15, right? So I should have had 15, 14, let's say 14 upgrades and downloads to be able to handle what's being thrown at me today because the world around me is constantly changing and I want to be relevant to that and I want to be able to function in that and I actually want to influence that but if my inner life is not growing and it is not on the proper operating system and I'm not in that flow I'm not going to be able to influence that world participate in that world affect that world and get that world to actually benefit me. Does that make sense to you? So you can't, there is no way you can create an outer life that is any more organized 
or beneficial than your inner life. You can't create an outer life that is any bigger than your inner life. The change has to happen inside you in your mental models and in your emotional makeup and in your belief systems and in your value set. All of those things have to be clarified and firmly in place for you to be able to create the outer life that you truly desire. And if you're constantly upgrading your inner life, your outer life will follow. Let me say that again. If you're constantly upgrading your inner life, your outer life will follow. Now, let me give you some elements of that inner life that you really need to pay attention to. And there are five of them here that I've jotted down for today's program that I want to share with you. We could go into this in comprehensive depth. I could probably do an entire 52-week program with you here on the show about this subject. But I'm just going to give you five here to kind of whet your appetite, get you interested, okay? Number one is self-awareness. You have to understand that there is a leader inside you. Has anyone ever said to you, or maybe you've even said, well, I'm not a leader. Well, why? Why are you not a leader? Well, I, I'm not a manager. Well, listen, being a leader doesn't have anything to do with being a manager. Let me say that again. Leadership doesn't have anything to do with a manager. Now, if you are a manager, you should practice leadership. You should have a good handle on it. You should work at it all the time. But leadership is not positional. It doesn't have anything to do with your position. It has everything to do with your values, your beliefs, the things that I mentioned before. Because the first person you have to lead is you. There is a leader on the inside of you that wants to lead you into good things. There's a leader on the inside of you that wants to lead you into good things. And you have to grow that leader. You have to mentor that leader. You have to coach that leader. You have to grow that leader that's on the inside of you. And you have to be very self-aware of what that leader is saying, what that leader is doing, what that leader is feeling. And you can never underestimate the potential on the inside of you that is unrealized, unknown, and unused. Self-awareness is the beginning stages of starting to realize what your capacities are, what your abilities are, what your skill sets are, so that you can go from where you are now to where you want to be with little areas of improvement along the way to carry you off on that magnificent journey you want to go on. Number two, self-belief. Self-belief is the part of your belief system inside of you that believes in yourself. Having some faith and confidence in yourself that tomorrow doesn't have to be exactly like today or last week or last month or last year. Just because things were that way last year, just because things have been that way for five years, just because things have been that way for 10 years doesn't mean they have to be that way starting right now. No one can change your belief, but you can. You can change it in a millisecond. When you start to believe and have confidence in yourself that things do not have to be like they've always been, they can be different. 
They can be different. You don't have to be that weight that you were yesterday. You don't have to have that addiction or that problem or that bad relationship that you had yesterday. Things can be different tomorrow. No matter what your past has been, you and only you can change your future. Getting that belief installed inside your belief system to have the belief in yourself that you can get to that future imagined clearly defined reality that you want for yourself. Number three is self-respect. Self-respect. You will never be able to respect other people at a high level if you do not respect yourself. Remember, other people are on the outside. Your self-respect is on the inside. The outside is reflected by the inside. So what has to be built up first? The inside builds the outside. So if you want to demonstrate respect for other people, you first have to respect yourself. You have to love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you don't have love for yourself, how can you ever love your neighbor? You can't. It has to start with the principle of you cannot give away something you don't have. And the only way you can have it is to have it inside yourself. Why don't we eat well? Well, a lot of times we don't eat well because we have a lack of knowledge about how to eat. Why do we not uh, do better at the things that we know we should? Well, a lot of times we don't have knowledge about how to do better. Because if we knew to do better, we would. If we knew to eat better, we would, wouldn't we? A lot of times we have low self-respect in that area for ourselves so we don't think we're worth the change. You have to honor yourself in every possible way if you want to be a higher level or elite level performer. And you honor yourself by having respect for yourself that you deserve the very best in every area of your life. Number four is self-care. Now, how important do you think it is to take care of yourself? You know, I have this model that I show people called the galaxy of you. And it never fails. Every time I show it to a group, there's at least two or three people in there who do not want to put themselves first. They do not want to be at the center of their own galaxy. They want to put someone else at the center and serve them. And that's fine as long as you understand you will never do a good job for them unless you do a good job on yourself. Because they're not getting the best version of you if you put someone else first. If you put yourself first and you care about yourself first and then you have time for yourself first, you can put other people in a place where you can give them the best of you because you've spent time developing yourself. If you constantly put other people first, they're going to get your old stale left leftovers. It's you got to set aside time for yourself and journal your thoughts. Um, Take time to rest when your body is tired. Uh, I'm in the studio today and I've had, you know, a long last couple of days. Um, I left uh, Columbia and drove to uh, my client's town uh, down in the southern part of the state. And I had dinner with the CEO of my, my client organization and uh, I had a really rough night, which I always have a rough night. The first night I'm in a new place. So 
both of the hotels I usually stay in were, were full. So I went to another place that I don't usually stay in. Uh, and there, it, there was nothing wrong with the place. It was great. The bed was great. The room was great. It was a beautiful place. The hotel was all, you know, just perfect and uh, very nice. It's just an unfamiliar place to me. And so I ended up getting sick from what I had at dinner. I didn't sleep much. I think I finally drifted off to sleep about 3.45 in the morning, and I got up at 5.45. So I had two hours of sleep, got up, had some coffee, got ready, got dressed, drove to my client location. I had coaching to do with uh, my organ- this organization all day from 7.30 in the morning till 5.30 in the afternoon, and then drove all the way back uh, probably about three hours, I think, drive time, um, and then I got home, and of course, when I got home, even though I'd only had a couple hours sleep, I was wired, you know, from driving and the traffic and all of that. So I stayed up a little while longer just to calm myself down. Um, but as soon as my head hit the pillow, I was out. Uh, that is not something that I would do all the time because that is not taking good care of yourself, getting two hours of sleep at night and working all day and driving, you know, three or 400 miles or whatever that, that is something you have to do, but that's not something you have to do consistently. Right? So you've got to figure out how to care for yourself in a way where you take the best care of yourself because you're the most valuable person in your galaxy. You are the most valuable person in your galaxy. Why do you think people go to funerals and they weep and they cry and they, they're upset and they're heartbroken because they miss the person. And that person maybe didn't even have a very high opinion of themselves, but obviously there's hundreds of people in this building to pay their respects and to honor this person. And they're heartbroken and upset because this person is now gone. Don't you realize how valuable you are? So you're going to have to figure out a way to do a better job of taking care in yourself, right? Because I can tell you the outer world around you is constantly changing and it doesn't just seem like it's going faster. It is in reality moving faster and you need the latest version upgrade of you to deal with the new world, right? Here's number five and that is self-development. Doing something for yourself every single day. And uh, a couple episodes ago, we gave you the big four categories of this. Doing something every single day that will grow yourself to grow that leader that lives on the inside of you. To grow your capacity to be able to engage in and be successful at future opportunities is the highest level activity that you can do which is self-development, developing a ritual of getting up early in the morning or getting up and, and spending that time with focus and work on yourself. Developing that ritual to spending time to focus and work on yourself. Some good self-development. We've got an entire website at clearvisiondevelopment.com of audios, videos, podcasts, blogs, articles, resources that you can get information has never been so plentiful and easy to access for you to do self-development and if you want to do a higher level get a coach get someone who's a professional who knows what they're doing and has the tools to help you don't just go to a friend 
Uh, I mean, if, if that's where you are, that's fine. But make it a goal to get to a place where you can hire a coach and get someone who knows how to get the very best out of you and to continue to pull on you and grow that capacity so you can respond to future bigger opportunities. That's our program today. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. Join us for the Subaru True Love event going on now. University Subaru, your locally owned dealer, homegrown and proud of it. Follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4 and Clear Vision DEV. On behalf of our associate producer, Whitney Coker, and chief producer, William Foster, I'm Tony Richards reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.